In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. The beginning of the Gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written in the Prophets. Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. John came baptizing in the wilderness and preaching a baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. Then all the land of Judea and those from Jerusalem went out to him and were all baptized by him in the Jordan River, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair and with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. And he preached, saying, There comes one after me who is mightier than I, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to stoop down and loose. I indeed baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. And I think it's important that we remember that John was in the wilderness. He was baptizing in the wilderness. He wasn't in the city. He was out. And in, in not just in, in the Hebrew mind, but really in the history of, of humanity, and this is this sort of universal, there's a dichotomy between city and wilderness. There's a dichotomy between civilization and chaos, between order and chaos, in and out, safety and danger. And John is out in the danger. He's confronting the wilderness. And he's going out into the places where there is sin. He's going, he's delving into the, the, the part of the world that is not yet healed. And that can give us a good image for, for where to begin to prepare the way of the Lord, where to begin this year as a year of renewal is to delve into the parts of us that are wilderness. In all of us, we've got this dichotomy uh, between what, what in us is a city and what in us in a wilderness. What parts of our lives have we given over to Christ? And he is the ruler of them. And what parts of our life are we still holding on to and holding back from? And what parts of our life are still corrupted and under the influence of the demons? And those are uncomfortable. It's, 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 and, and even more than just uncomfortable, they're dangerous. It's dangerous to go to those places. Partly because that's where sin dwells within us. And to venture into those places is always to put ourselves sort of in, in contact with our weakness in contact with temptation. And there's, there's, there's wisdom in fleeing from, from temptation, certainly. But there's also a necessity to confront it, to start to build up those barriers, those walls, those ramparts, to expand the city. When we look at the, when we remember the book of Joshua and the conquest of the Holy Land, what the Israelites are doing is they're going into a wilderness and they're establishing a city. And they're establishing many, many cities, many little pockets of holiness, pockets of protection and civilization. 
and pockets of of the the civilization not not to say that the there weren't people there who had cities and civilization but but a civilization founded on god a civilization with the true righteous protection of the holy one eventually to make uh, everything into one big city when when john in the revelation sees the new jerusalem coming down and the new jerusalem is the church well jerusalem is a city Jerusalem isn't a, a wild countryside with a city in the middle of it. No, Jerusalem is the city. Eventually, all of reality's goal is to become this new Jerusalem, a place where God really reigns over every corner of it. And there is no longer the wildness and the chaos and the destruction that happens outside the city, but everything has been brought into into the city. And so in our own lives, when we, when we start to look at how, how do I, how does this fit into my life? How do I, how do I do this? How do I prepare the way of the Lord? It's to look at those sins that we, that we keep committing, especially, especially the ones we keep committing, you know, those, those sort of perpetual sins that we've been dragging along in our life for all these years. And we keep doing them and we, some of us are making progress on them. Some of us aren't making progress on them. And it's time to really confront those. And maybe to pick one. Pick one chronic sin that you're dealing with. And really make this year the year where you hand that over to the Lord. And you start really confronting it. And figuring out what am I going to do so that I stop com committing the sin? What am I going to do so that I can avail myself to the grace of God and not continue to rebel against him this year? And it's important to, to make plans, to have accountability, to have people praying for you, people who know that this is a sin that you're dealing with and you're struggling with, and they can... They can check up on you and help you out and, and keep you accountable. And if nothing else, give you someone to look in the eye and say, I'm doing well at this. Or to look in the eye and say, this week I fell. I fell into that old sin again. And I need prayers and I need someone. I need that fear of having to tell someone because... In reality, we do have to tell someone. We have to tell Christ. But we as humans in our fallenness are so good at ignoring that. If we don't have something physical in front of us, we tend to forget the spiritual. And, and that's why there's an Old Testament. So implementing those sort of physical, in a sense, sort of reenacting the Old Testament in our lives to understand that there's a spiritual reality out there and to enact in our lives the physical manifestations of that. And with the wisdom of the church to do it in a way that's congruent with the mysteries that Christ has revealed to us. Um, and one of, I mean, the whole history of the church witnesses to the fact that just people, people are great. Great reminders of our sinfulness and our virtue and the struggle that we have. And that sort of um, accountability with another person is really, really important. So let's make that our goal.
this year to pick to pick at least one sin maybe start with one and you know maybe you're halfway through the year and really you you've spent several months really free from that sin pick another one and just keep striving for god